And welcome, everybody, to a very special episode. It's like an after-school special here. A very special episode of Stay Tuned Sports. Not one of your regular episodes. It's kind of an addendum uh, this week because, well, we've got something special going on. Of course, the college football playoffs uh, happening on Saturday, the two semifinals. And, of course, my name is King, and I'm joined, as always... And here's your good friend, Jimbo. Well, by your good friend Jimbo would have been the correct well, grammar yeah. and pronunciation okay. for that. But it's you, so I think we can all understand. Uh, how you doing, brother? Pretty good, pretty good. I understand you're just getting over a cold that you had this week. Christmas colds are terrible. Yeah. Uh, I think it was like the last uh, shot for 2018 for me. Oh, well, 2018 has been a weird year for everybody, yes, I think. So I don't think that's anything to... Really say, how was Santa to you? Were you a good boy this year? Did you get cold? Well, I mean, me and the fiance say we weren't going to exchange gifts because of the whole wedding next year. We're going to save some money up. But she surprised me with uh, four Funko Pop dolls. Nice. She got me She got me Pickle Rick. Pickle Rick. Uh, nice. She got me Rick Sanchez. And then she got me 11 from uh, Stranger Things. I did see you post 11 there. I did see that. Yeah. I, I love that character. I don't know why. She's an awesome character. And she's going to be is. upcoming in the uh, Godzilla movie. Not Eleven, yes, the character, true. no, but uh, uh, Haley Bobby Brown or Billy Bobby Brown, yeah. whatever the hell her name is. Dude, that trailer looked hot. Dude, that second trailer is just <laughs> dynamite. And I'm a, I'm a Godzilla freak anyway. It takes a lot to get me super excited. Yeah. Man, did that get me super excited. I cannot wait. for. Go- I'm more excited for Godzilla coming out next year than I am for Avengers. I really, really, really am. I, I got to say, yeah, I got to agree. Uh, and again, that may change and everything like that, but, oh, man, I am I am ready. I am My body is ready for Godzilla, King of the Monsters, already. You got Mothra, Rodan, King Ghidorah, and it looks like you got a couple other monsters that are going to be showing up in yeah. there. Oh, dude, I am. I am jacked, set, ready to go. And that kind of the same for me, uh, uh, the, the significant other. Uh, Jackie got me a uh, Godzilla shirt, King of the Monster shirt. Oh, which that's is right. Very I saw cool. that. That was a nice shirt. That was a very nice shirt. Uh, a uh, a cute little uh, Mothra figurine, the classic Mothra. Okay. And uh, a a lovely beer stein from House Greyjoy uh, from Game of Thrones, my favorite house. Everybody else likes the Starks or the Lannisters or other people like that. I like House yeah, Greyjoy. Yeah, guy. Uh, you know, we do not sew. Did you pay the gold price or the iron price? I always pay the iron price. Oh God, I love the gray jerseys. Uh, so, uh, so that, that was in April also. Yes, that could, dude. 2019, as far as entertainment, a lot of good stuff coming up. I'm yeah, excited. Yep. Uh, but one of the big things coming up is still going to be in 2018, and that, of course, is the whole reason we're here. The 2018 college football playoff well for this is going to be 2018 and national championship is going to be in 2019 so again yeah. it always gets kind of weird when they do that but uh but here we are uh we're going to have the uh, first one is going to be uh notre dame versus clemson they are playing in the cotton bowl at 4 p.m uh that is happening uh tomorrow saturday december 29th um 
And then, of course, 8 p.m. is going to be number one, Alabama versus number four, Oklahoma in the Capital One Orange Bowl down in Miami at Hard Rock Stadium. So those are the two big games that we're going to be focusing on with this particular college football special. Now, normally, I don't think we, we this probably would have been something that you covered maybe just in the last episode and, and you know, we would have just gone over it like that. However, um, man, there's been a lot that's happened in this past week for these games, stuff that I did yeah. not expect to happen. But here we yeah, are. It could change the outcome of both games. Uh, it could. We could. I mean, there's there's. I was not expecting this much drama, all this drama, to be coming yeah. out. Uh, uh, with with the especially the Notre Dame Clemson game. Yeah. There's been a lot of interesting things there, and also, uh, I'll get into this a little later. But I've never, I've never held a hatred for Clemson. In fact, I've actually kind of liked them because, hey, let's face facts, they beat Alabama. And yeah. the enemy of my enemy is my friend, and Alabama is everybody's enemy. Nobody likes Alabama. <laughs> so I never really held any hatred or, or angst towards Clemson. Uh, and I'll tell you what, and I'm starting to change, and it's not because of their fans. You kind of expect fans to trash talk and do stuff like that. That's that's never yeah. made me want to hate a team so much fans, but... Uh, old old Dabo making me a little upset and hopefully making the rest of Irish nation, including the fighting Irish themselves, uh, uh, rather upset, giving them maybe a little extra motivation. We're going to talk about that later. Um, we'll kick it off here, though, because we're going to see the juicy stuff. The real juice, you know, oh, it, it's a, that's like a radio tease, you know, yeah. <laughs> I said juicy stuff comes later. The meat, the main course comes later right now why don't we start off with the orange bowl not saying that this one's not going to be a bad you know a good game or this one's not going to be entertaining or, or there's not anything really around it um but i think we can all agree that a lot of the talking points for the last at least four days anyway uh has been centered around dallas and the cotton bowl or arlington yeah. to be more specific uh but we have Alabama, the number one team in the nation all year, uh, you know, post to post, wire to wire, as it were. They're going up against uh, Oklahoma, one of the better offenses in history, and uh, a defense that is probably one of the worst in history. So it's gonna, to me, that's that's where the interest lies with this game, uh, as far as that goes. What are your thoughts going into into eight o'clock on Saturday, there, Jimbo? Well, I mean, like we talked about a couple weeks ago. Um, as far as our bet, you know, me thinking Bama's going to completely blow them out. With the, the suspensions coming out with the, the three players, I think it, it's not going to be as big of a blowout. I still think Bama going to win, but now Bama has, you may win the bet. Wait, now Bama has suspended players as well? Yes. Uh, Nick Saban came out, suspended the starting left guard. And the two backups that they really didn't do anything all season um, for violating NCAA violations, but didn't go into what they did. Okay, now let me go ahead and look this up here because this was I'm, I'm, I must have been so focused on the Clemson stuff that I actually missed this, and it appears that I did because this came out. It looks like it came out just about the same time 
uh, as everything else did with Clemson. Alabama has suspended starting left guard Deontay Brown and two other players from the Orange Bowl for violating unspec- unspecified team rules. Crimson Tide coach Nick Saban said in a statement that Brown, tight end Kendrick James, and offensive lineman Elliot Baker did not even make the trip to Miami on Monday. Uh, top ranked Alabama, of course, faces Oklahoma. Blah, 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 blah. Saban did not indicate the duration of the suspensions or whether they might extend to the national championship game if Alabama wins. Brown replaced Lester Cotton as the starter in midseason. Brown has been dealing with a turf toe injury. So that's interesting. I don't know if yeah. it affects them as much as maybe the Clemson uh, uh, thing does, but I mean, it's certainly it's it's an interesting. I don't. I honestly, I don't think that affects what happens. Well, I mean, in, what in I the said Orange Bowl, as far as because Alabama, Alabama can plug and play so many different positions and different players. Yeah, but taking a starter out. That, that might have a little. But he's mental, only been the starter um, for halfway through, the, you know, for for half the season. Yeah, but he. Now the, again, there's a reason why he became the starter. I agree. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But, but at that same time, again, Alabama is so talented; they have the depth to do that. So I and don't. That, that's why I still think they'll win, but just not as big as what I was expecting. I. But see, here's the thing. Is I don't think that was. I don't. I don't think that's that's a. Because when when you look at if we're if we're all looking at it one way here we're looking at like the, the common conception here is uh, is that a common uh, perception I should say conception is a completely different thing and that's a different show for a later time uh, but Oklahoma's defense is terrible so that's how everybody's kind of looking at this like they weren't going to get pressure on uh, Tua Tungavailoa. They weren't going to get, you know, being able to really stop a running game if they couldn't, you know, or, or do anything like that. Where Oklahoma is going to win this game is capitalizing on Alabama mistakes. And Alabama does make mistakes. It does happen. Again, these are still college kids, as, as we said. You know, they're, 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 there's going to be several opportunities for Oklahoma to capitalize on an Alabama mistake. Defensively, yes. offensively, whatever the case is, they're going to need to capitalize, and they're probably going to have to capitalize on all of them. They're, they're, Oklahoma is not the kind of team uh, that's going to be able to go up to Alabama and and leave opportunities out on the field. They can't do that. Yeah. But it can happen, and they did a very good job of doing that against Texas yeah. uh, in the Big Twelve Championship game. They were able to go ahead and capitalize. On mistakes, you know, simple mistakes, easy mistakes, you know, a, a, a missed a missed coverage uh, from a lineman, uh, a missed block, something that you know, th- you know, they were able to get into the backfield and get a sack. They were able to get a safety that way, uh, you know, fumble recoveries, things like that. If they can cause a couple fumbles from Alabama, they have to be able to jump on that ball. They cannot. Allow, and that's where the the whole left guard thing, I think, comes into play, 
because you have a new player after six, seven games. You, you just got used to but playing. But he's not this. a new player, though. Like I said, he but, was a star- He started the season as a starter. He played half the season as but a will starter. The, the Lions still have the same chemistry from seven games ago with this guy, or will it take a little bit to? Get the trust of hey, I know you're gonna block the. Well, you DN know what they say about riding a bike. So, I mean, I, yeah. I, I, and I have no doubt, especially with Brown being injured with the turf toe anyway, and then of course being suspended. Obviously, uh, um, what's his name here? What am I looking for? Uh, Lester Cotton, Mister Cotton. He's getting, obviously, most of the reps today or, you know, or this week for the game, you yeah. know. So, and, and if that's who they're putting in, I have no idea if Lester Cotton's going to be going back in, if they're choosing somebody else. Uh, let me see. Let me see if I find anything. Or, you know, again, this could be something that Saban's, uh, you know, playing yeah, like close a smoke to the chest. Or yeah, a smoke screen, I think, is what you're looking for. That's okay. Yeah, in, in Jimbo Gage, it's smoke shield. I know, and let's, yeah, but that's the thing. I already said, uh, uh, what did I say? Uh, uh, common conception. Yeah, no, that's that sounds like uh, <laughs> that sounds like what happens at like a, a cult facility or something. Come on, everybody, let's go for the common conception. How about no? That's a little gross. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I can't find anything on whether or not he's going to be the one that comes back in or playing. Did you saying that obviously that he's the one that was replaced? So he, he could be, but even even if he's not, Alabama is more than capable of replacing players and doing so well. They have Alabama's depth is good enough to where their second strings could probably field a pretty decent uh, uh, Division One squad themselves. You know? Well, yeah, that's you know true. So I'm. We'll have I'm, to see. I'm um, that's the way I'm seeing it. The way I have to see this is that because uh, here's the other thing that I don't think a lot of people are, are, are talking about either. Alabama's secondary is definitely vulnerable and suspect. And when you're talking about playing against the Heisman winner, somebody who can throw the ball better than probably anybody in college football right now and has the abilities, and that's it. As bad as Oklahoma's uh, defense is, that's how good their offense is. Yeah. So for Alabama to try to stop Oklahoma on offense, I don't know how much they're going to be able to do that. I'm telling you, I think both teams go over 50. I'm telling you, both. I think both teams go over 50. Both teams put 50 points apiece? At least. Man, I mean, that, that's a lot of points. I, I could see like a 42 for one team, 35 the other, but... 50-plus for each team? Because here's the deal. Oklahoma, I think, what were they, putting up 40-plus average this year in their games? Granted, they were playing, you know, Big 12, but Alabama's defense was also playing, you know, the Citadel. So, I don't... don't, And and not only that, Alabama's offense let them get out to such a big lead that other teams couldn't get into any kind of rhythm. And they all, you know, they had to start playing passing attack, passing attack, and none of their, there's no passing attack quite like Oklahoma's uh, on the college football landscape. So this is what I'm thinking, what we're coming to. Oklahoma's defense legitimately can't stop anybody. And I don't think there's very few teams, if any, that can stop Oklahoma. 
with that, I think you have a recipe for a shootout. You have you're, you're going to have a track meet in the Orange Bowl. That's how I see this. Now, the only difference is we know that Oklahoma's defense is terrible. Yeah. If they can capitalize on the one or two mistakes that Alabama makes, and every team makes them, a fumble here, an interception there, a turnover on downs or something, you know, uh, 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 something, you know, where a missed, like a missed read, a missed route, uh, uh, a, a bad running play called something where there's just a mistake. Because if there's no mistake, Alabama can just run all over them, pass all over them. You know, Oklahoma. Yeah. Them. Alabama makes just a mistake. Oklahoma has to be able, the defense has to be able to get the ball turnover wise, whatever it is. And if they do that, that's you're giving Oklahoma, you're giving Kyler Murray an extra possession or two. And if you do too, that, though. that's gonna be a that's gonna be a major difference in this game. If they can do it, that's the whole thing. They ha- if they capitalize, it could be a whole different thing. thing. Though is when you say capitalize, they can't come away with three. They they got to get seven. But Oklahoma doesn't come away with threes. They just don't. I'm just you know I'm just saying, every now and then an offense may stall out, but they they gotta come away with seven. No, and they were, and that's that's what I'm talking about as far as capitalization go. Not only does the defense, because here's the thing, the defense has to capitalize on the Alabama mistakes, whether it's a fumble, a missed route, a, ba- a a poorly thrown ball, whatever the case is, to be able to get that turnover, they're going to need to capitalize on that. That's the first part. Then once they get that, and you give Kyler Murray another opportunity with the ball, Oklahoma doesn't miss many of those opportunities. Yeah. So this is what I'm saying. If you give Kyler Murray an extra possession or two, that could be the difference in this game. This game is not going to be a defensive showcase. If you're one of those people that 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 stands by, you know, you know, uh, defense wins championships, just don't watch this game. Yeah, that's how I'm seeing it. Even you're kind of shocked there. You're saying like you're thinking my both going over fifty might be a little much. I'm telling you. Between Alabama's well, I mean, I, offense, I just looked it up, and Bama's averaging forty-seven, which I didn't think they were averaging that high. Yeah, and Oklahoma's forty-nine. Exactly. So I mean, it's possible. I think I think I think it's more than possible that we're going to be heading towards a game that's got at least over a hundred points. What is it? What is the what is the over/under? I was trying to find it and I could not find it. But I mean, if both teams are forty-seven and forty-nine. I mean, it's got to be seventy points, maybe eighty. Let's take let's take a look here. Let's take a look at uh, America's America's betting odds, shall we? And uh, the other thing that would be interesting too is, and I don't know if you know offhand, but what's the record for most points scored in a game? So if you're talking, you know, fifty plus for both teams, can they shatter a a bowl record? Oh, Which I, I think, think so. I'd, uh, what was that? I think so. Yeah. I think earlier in this year, there was a new record for, you know, most points scored in a game. But I forget how much that was. Okay. Right now, looking at, and again, there's a couple of different uh, sports books. Right now, we're looking at anywhere from between 76.5 to 79.5. 
as the over-under wow. for Oklahoma-Alabama. To give, to, give you, to give you an idea about that, uh, for the Notre Dame-Clemson, it's pretty steady at a 50, between a 55.5 and, and 56.5 and over-under, depending on which sports book you're looking at. So you're looking at almost a 20-25 point ahead for that Oklahoma-Alabama <laughs> game. And I'm telling you, if I was if, if I had money, if I wasn't a poor bastard, if I was a betting man, as they say, <laughs> I'm probably taking the over. Even even with that, even with the high 79 and a half, I'm taking the yeah. over on that game. I'm telling yeah, you it's going to be I'm even, telling you it's going to be a track meet. Even if they don't hit their average, even if they're like 10 points below their average, they're going to be right there. If not, you know, a few points above that. Exactly. 70, you know, 70, 79 points to these guys, now that I'm looking at it, is, is very attainable. Let's just, let's just say both both of them go over 40 points. That's still getting the over. Yeah. So. Now, now what would you, what honestly, would you do? I know we, we, we a couple weeks ago, talked about this. What would you do if it ends up in a 2010 game? Would you be thoroughly, thoroughly surprised? I, I would be I would be flabbergasted. I would be I would be gobsmacked, dumbstruck, whatever whatever other old timey words we can find out to use for that. I would be legitimately yeah. surprised if we get Just if it's it 20 to 10. Yeah, like when when we always uh, compare these stats. You know, uh, no defenses for either team, very big offenses. The game comes on and no one scores points. I don't you know, it, see it just, that. It like I, it, but I do not I, yeah, see that as a possibility with this one. I just I, I can't see it. I don't see it. Um, again, if it does happen, uh, at, at that point you'd have to wonder where the hell Oklahoma's defense was all year to be able to hold yeah. Alabama to to twenty points. Because I would assume that Alabama would have the higher amount, although yeah. maybe not. So let's say even if they if if Oklahoma holds them to ten points. That's even. That's like. Well, then where the hell were they? Is Alabama just that bad that we just didn't know? Yeah. That I mean, that's like that can't be the case. All the evidence. All of the evidence. Points to this. Being. So much bigger. Than you know a twenty ten a twenty eight twenty one game, you know twenty four seventeen. This isn't going to be that kind of typical, football game i just i I can't see it so with that just remember what's that all the evidence pointed to oj that did it but he wasn't found guilty what love did not fit what you said all the evidence points i just to it working i i i i I just i I don't know (laughs) with you i just i don't know with you anymore i i don't know I just I aren't you, aren't you glad you called me up and said hey let's do a college football show? I try, I try <laughs> every day, and it just gets harder and harder all the time with you. Okay, so trying to trying to move past <laughs> moving on the OJ. Um, in your estimation, prediction time, my good okay. friend Jimbo. Um, Orange Bowl, eight p.m. from Miami Gardens, Hard Rock Stadium. Home of the Miami Dolphins, Alabama, Oklahoma, number one versus number four. What's your prediction? 
And what is your score? Uh, I, I'm going to have to go with Bama. Okay. Uh, I think the, the suspension of the left guard, I know you don't think it's a big thing, but I think that's going to affect them a little bit. And I think it's going to be a 12-point win for Bama. Uh, let's go with... 52 to 40. 52 to 40. Alabama with the win over uh, Oklahoma. That is your that is your guess. So that's a total of what 92 points. 90. Yeah, so you 92. still take so still take the over with that. Uh, and let me see here. Alabama is favored by 14. So. If that's the case, you'd want to take Oklahoma and the over, and then you'd be winning some big money right there. Um, I'm going to tell you what. I was giving Oklahoma a puncher's chance anyway. Okay. Uh, and there's just something about Alabama this year, and maybe it was the SEC title game that kind of, you know, threw, threw something at me. Now, granted, you know, Georgia's defense is a hell of a lot better than Oklahoma's. Yeah. But nobody's offense is quite like Oklahoma's either. So, like, there's just something just doesn't seem like typical Alabama. Like, everybody else seems to be thinking, like, this Alabama team might be one of the better Alabama teams. And they put all these things, and Tua Tungavailoa didn't play, like, a snap in the fourth quarter until, like, six or seven games in, or yeah. whatever case is. And that's the thing, like, I don't know. If I just uh, there's just something off. There's just something off to me about Alabama this year. Now, if they win this game, completely not surprised. Okay. I do, I I'm not saying I'm not saying this is a case of where you know Alabama. Oh, if they win, it's a crit. No, Alabama wins this game. Completely not surprised. In fact, it's probably expected. I I, I you know I, I I have no problem with that. Yeah. Uh, but there's I don't know. There's just something about it. So here's what I'm gonna say. Um, I think it's a three-point game. I think we get a three-point wow. game. The University of Alabama, Crimson Tide, 53. The University of Oklahoma Sooners, 56. Wow. I think Oklahoma, and probably one of the more shocking upsets... In the history of college football, beats number one ranked Alabama in what will be a historic shootout, a game for the ages. Yes. As they move on to the national championship game at Levi Stadium in Santa Clara on January. Now, don't get me wrong. 7th. If your prediction comes true, I'll be as I'll, I'll be happy as pick a shit because I, I hate Bama. Everybody hates Bama. No, everybody, you know, they're, you know, they're the Yankees. They're the Cowboys yeah. of, of, of that league. You know, they're the Golden State Warriors. You exactly. know, they're the team that nobody wants to root for because they're, it almost seems like they have an unfair advantage. And I'm sure they do. We'll find that some. We'll find that out like 20 years from now about how they were pumping the kids full of juices or stealing other recruits or, you know, throwing yeah. hookers at them or whatever. You know, the stuff that you always find from the college program. So that's the Orange Bowl. Now, four hours earlier than that game's start time in Arlington, Texas, in Jerry World, AT&T Stadium, 
We're going to have the Goodyear Cotton Bowl this year, the other national semifinal between the number two team and the nation of Clemson Tigers and the number three team in the land, the University of Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Now, I don't know if you'll be able to tell from that. I'm kind of rooting for Notre Dame. Really? I know. I I'm that. supposed to be impartial. I'm supposed to be, you know, a jur- to have journalistic integrity. <laughs> but... Why, Troy Aikman does it when ca- Cowboys are on. I'm just too excited. I'm just too ready for this, man. I'm yeah, ready. I I've been ready since two weeks ago. And as the days have gotten down, my anxiety has only gotten worse. <laughs> my, uh, I'm just... Uh, I'm excited and scared and terrified and thrilled and all the different things you could think of all in one just big ball of nerves that I am. Well, see me, I'm not nervous at all. At least not yet. I'm excited. I'm, you know, I can't wait for the game. But I'm, I'm not nervous yet. Um, I'm pretty nervous. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty nervous. Um, Call me like a half hour before the game though. I have a feeling if I call you at any point during this game, you're going to be blitzed on Jameson. Nope. I, I have no Jameson in the house. I think there was one game I trained Yeah, but you're Jameson. not going to your house. You're going to Shoulders Bra's house. No, I know, but hear me out. The one game I drank Jameson in the first half, we were doing terrible, so I stopped drinking it, and we we won. We did good. Okay, so that, that, has, that, ha- that has come under the same auspices as pumpkin beer. Exactly. Okay. So, uh, I'm not going to mess with uh, forces of nature. No, you never want to do that. Light. You don't want to tempt fate. So just Miller Lite. Yep. Okay. Okay. So I don't know. I might be. I might be blitzed on Guinness. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm definitely. Gonna, I'm. I've, I'm getting. Like I have my outfit all ready to go. I have my uh, my jersey that you bought me that couple of years ago. My offensive lineman. I was, was going to say, which one are you going to wear? The offensive lineman, number sixty nine. That has nothing sexual connotations to it. It's just an offensive lineman None whatsoever. jersey. Because uh, that's I was going. I was debating whether I was going to do that or my throwback jersey that I made uh, through Teespring.com, which you can find over at skunkduck.studio/store. That's skunkduck.studio/store. Shameless plug there for everybody. Um, <laughs> I was debating whether or not I was going to wear that or the jersey. I think I'm going to wear the jersey uh, over a hoodie. So I'm going to have the hoodie on. Okay. Then I have the jersey over the hoodie. Go for that classic jersey hoodie look. Uh, yeah. I have my Notre Dame hat. Um, I don't have any uh, Irish underwear. If I did, I'd probably be wearing that. <laughs> um, and then it's just, uh, and then it's just, man, right, just, just rock and roll time, man. It's just rock and roll. Uh, I was able to get Jackie. My uh, significant other, uh, for her birthday, I got her a Notre Dame hoodie. So I have a feeling she's going to oh, be wearing right. yeah, that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, because, uh, you know. Nice you. It was very nice. You know, I'm a very nice guy. You know, once in a while, you're nice. Yeah, no. Well, listen, <laughs> if, if we can be honest, I bought her Ranger stuff, too. So I'm more than you nice. Know, I, I saw that post the other day about, uh, what was it, like, around, uh, it was a Christmas video. Because here, here's the uh, thing. The Devils. Oh, yeah, with the fighting. When we yeah. talk, I was at that game, by the way. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Back in 2012, I think it was. Um, here's here's the thing. Uh, she got a Rangers stemless wine glass from me with her name on it. 
Oh, nice. So, you know, customized. She's got a, a, a Rangers wine glass. What are they? Because, you know, if you're a Rangers fan, you're definitely going to have to drink because they're, they're terrible. Um, <laughs> I got her a Rangers hoodie with her favorite player's name on the back, uh, Matt Zuccarello. Go figure. You know, I'm dating a guinea, weird. and she likes the one guinea that's on the team. <laughs> um, even though he's, he's, a fin, he's a Finnish Italian. That's weird. So he's 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 a Guinness. <laughs> uh, and, and then I also got her a Funko Pop of Mr. Matt's Zuccarello Zucchini, as I uh, derisively call him. Uh, okay. Which is which was also cool because those don't come out I think until March, but I was able to uh, somehow through some channels, through some things, through some peoples, uh, get that. You early sold your liver, her. didn't you? No, I would never get rid of that bastard. I need him, <laughs> especially for especially for Saturday. Especially for tomorrow. <laughs> That's it. Especially for this Cotton Bowl game coming up. So, uh, so yeah. So Jackie's got her Notre Dame hoodie ready to go. I'm sure she's going to do like green and gold eye makeup. She loves doing the matching okay. makeup and everything. So that's going to be awesome. Uh, I'm going to be decked out in my Notre Dame stuff again, trying to be as impartial as I possibly can. But that's not going to work right now. Uh, <laughs> but but here's. Here's where here here's where this where this story and everything has kind of happened. Um, now this came out Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. Uh, Christmas this Eve was it Christmas Eve? Okay, uh, yeah. Dexter Lawrence, who is one of the top defensive linemen in the entire nation, uh, who makes a significant difference whenever he's on that line. Now, granted. Clemson is kind of like Alabama in the respect that they have great depth and they have great players. They have NFL-ready players on that team and on that defense ready to go. You know what I mean? So, well, yeah. it might be uh, – some people might think that this is an advantage or something like that. It's still also it, – it's. I think it's far enough out to give enough practice time to the uh, the, the second stringer. Uh, who is a senior, by the way, and who has been on that team and is very good. So, again, this I, I, I don't know if we're going to see this, but, again, the, the Dexter Lawrence is so good. It's so amazing that he can change games just by himself. So him not being there is a big loss for Clemson. Now, also, I mean, he's a big boy. I, I, I think he's, what, 6'4"? And like three forty or something. Yeah, he's yeah. and he can move. He's an athletic three forty, three fifty. Yeah, you know, like ridiculously so. So I mean, we have all of that going on. Uh, hold on one second. Let me. I'm trying to pull up some of the information here uh, as well about just everything that's been going on. Yeah. Because there's so much well, with this. While you're while you're looking that up, uh, and before I get you on your rant about uh, Dabo. I liked how he said, oh, the what they got popped for could be found in uh, energy drinks or shampoo. Which is, which is insane. Exactly. Which is, hold on, I'm losing my voice. Oh, I had to hit the cough button on that one. Oh, I brought up all the bile <laughs> and anger. Are you kidding me, Dabo? Are you serious, Dabo? Let's take a look at this. All right, because when he said that, I wanted to look around. So I started looking around, seeing what people were saying about it. What is the, you know, what does USADA say about it? What does all these other testing uh, uh, firms, like, a, you know, what does yeah. everybody say about uh, Osterine, 
which is the name of this particular drug, which is I also think the same drug that John Bone Jones uh, uh, got got tagged with, and they just moved a couple the, of years ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or was that the one? I thought that was the most recent one. No, well, the what he got popped for last week is quote still in the system from a year ago. Well, yeah, but that's what I mean. So this is the Osterine stuff, but because yeah. he got COVID. That so this is basically what it does is that it enhances steroid receptors in the body, which is what yeah. you know, which is what people apparently use for microdosing uh, to try to get around the tests. Yeah. So this is what we understand about Osterine, which is what was uh, uh, caught with Dexter Lawrence. Uh, it is not approved for human use whatsoever. It is not an ingredient in any legal medication or dietary supplement. So the argument that, you know, like, well, it's in some of those uh, GNC, you know, weight builder cans and stuff like that. Yeah. And I understand that, that some people are skeptical about that, and rightfully so. Uh, but apparently stuff they've tested, had, of the things that have been in it, Osterine's not one of them. Because here's the thing. It's not a steroid in and of itself. It's yeah. used to help the body accept the steroids. Uh, and also, it is typically obtained via the black market. When I saw that, I just laughed. I'm like, Dabo, just shut up now. And Dabo because... goes ahead and says, literally can be any in anything, but then refuses <laughs> to give an example of what else it's in. So should yeah. we stop drinking water? Should I not eat beef? Are ramen noodles off the table, Dabo? Let me know. <laughs> Can I eat ramen, or am I going to get popped for having Osterine in my system after eating some chicken ramen? What about creamy chicken ramen? Is that okay? Nobody eats the shrimp ramen, so that doesn't matter. Is it in Cheetos? <laughs> Is it in potato chips? Is it in smart food popcorn? Because that's the stuff I really like. Is it in Diet 7-Up Cherry? Is it in Jägermeister? Oh, my God. If this stuff is in Jägermeister, I am screwed. Because I'm going to get popped for this now. So what is it in, Dabo? Let me know. Let the world know. What ends everything, literally anything, that this stuff can be in? Let us know. <laughs> you all right there now? <laughs> Had to take a breath. My God. <laughs> but yeah, when he said it could be literally in anything, that's when I was like, is this guy even smart? People I mean, have checked out. That, that People last have line. checked out now on Dabo and this whole this whole thing. Uh, oh, literally, it can be anything. Trying to defend. Oh, uh, you know, if the I really wish that the committee would use common sense. They are using common sense. Yeah. Your kid got popped. Three of your kids got popped for a drug that's used for steroid use for microdosing. Yeah. And that's three. And I think it was a total of fifteen were tested. Three were caught with it. That's a pretty high percentage. What happens if they test everybody? Yeah. How many of your players getting caught, Dabo? Is it all because they touched the wall paint there in Death Valley? Is it the rock? Is that the rock, the rock you rub when you come out to start the game? Is that is the rock maybe just is that is that a, is that an Osterine rock? Is that how everybody got it in their system? <laughs> so you tell me, Dabo. Literally can be in anything. What else could this be in? Joke. Maybe, maybe they're jock straps. 
This is stuff. That way. This is stuff that that like. Imagine if Nick Saban said this. How much he'd be getting crucified, and I hate Saban anyway. But imagine yeah. Nick Saban saying this, or Urban Meyer. Like everybody, like, oh, par for the course for those guys. Oh, they're terrible. They cheat all the time. They're a bunch of cheaters. How is that? Uh, and now, granted, he's gotten roasted a little bit. But even if you're a Clemson fan, you got to step back and say, listen, dude, you're making the program look bad just by yeah. saying whether or not you know you want to believe that one of your players got caught uh, uh, with with that stuff, whatever. But you just, now your head coach is sitting there like, oh, they should use common sense because this stuff, uh, you know, it could be in anything. When it's been shown, it's been researched, that you can't get this stuff unless you specifically try to get it off, like, you know, the black market, the dark web, underhanded, illegal ways to get this stuff. That's the only way you get it. That's the only way you get it. So explain it. Clemson fans, like, Dabo Sweeney, somebody that is is a fan of the orange and the big paw print, let me know. Explain to me where you can find this in anything and show me test results that show it. Because now I'm going to have to throw how, away all my how ramen. these players got it. Like, was it the strength and condition coach that took Lawrence off the side and said, hey, I know this guy? Or, because let's be honest, I mean, these kids are still, what, 19, 20 years old? And now, and now Clemson and now Clemson's going to do an internal investigation. Yeah, they're doing an internal investigation to find out who screwed up. Yeah. Who gave him a yes. little too much of a picogram or whatever the hell it is and had it show up in his, in his, in his, uh, in his pee. And yeah. not only that, it showed up in the alpha, in the A test and the B test. And then Dabo goes, well, the B test is just, it's a different vial, but it's the same P. That's the point. <laughs> the point is it's a sample to make sure that, you know, the A sample wasn't tainted. Because yeah. sometimes that can happen where we've seen the A sample gave one test, the B sample didn't. And it's like, well, it must have been something that happened between the handling of the vial or something like that. Fine. The whole reason that you have the A and B test is that it's the one sample and you test both of them to make sure that, you know, if you, if A tests hot, then you test B. And then if B tests hot, then it's a confirmed sample. If it doesn't, then you're like, okay, no, there must have been something wrong with sample A. Yeah. It's not two completely different fucking samples. And I'm sorry I'm cursing, but it's just insane. I'm going to have to, there's going to be a beep in there now. And that's, I'm blaming <laughs> the beep on Dabo too, because he's insane. <laughs> What do you, what do you think, he's just, he's just a moron at this point, and this is what he's doing, he's a moron, and then on top of that, now we can now see, you got me on the rant now, you had to mention it, now you got me on the rant, and then they had the, the, the damn press conference, coach's press conference for the Cotton Bowl this morning, and one, you know, they ask all the stupid questions there, and apparently the press let him off really light with any of the drug talk, with anything like that, okay. which I'm very upset about. But, you know, they did the typical press small talk stuff. You know, what's this and who's that? And the question they asked them was, you know, each coach, they asked, what do you most admire about your opposing coach? So, like, to Brian Kelly, what do you most admire about Dabo Sweeney? And he said, you know, your typical stuff, you know, uh, his his attention to detail, uh, his dedication, you know, his focus, 
you know, how he's able to get his kids to focus, things like that, and blah, blah, blah. You know, okay. nice stuff. Devil Sweeney, what do you, what, you know, what's the thing that you admire most about Brian Kelly? His goddamn golf swing! <laughs> That's what you say. Yeah, he's got he's got a great golf swing. Sometimes I get frustrated on the course, you know, because it's so frustrating to see him out there, and he just swings it. He's just so good. Which, first of all, how goddamn insulting is that? And yeah. then on top of it, to try to cover it up, he's like, oh, yeah, no. Also, his, uh, the, the longevity he's had with uh, with Notre Dame and having his job there for that long. Like, that's really impressive. It's like, so you're impressed. What, what you admire most about Brian Kelly is his golf swing and his ability to not get fired. Are you insane? What a disrespectful ass. And, and, you know, this is where I get back to before, where I was saying I never really hated Clemson. In fact, I liked them. They beat Alabama two years ago. You know, I think it was a good story. I, got, I have family who lives down in South Carolina. Some of them are Clemson fans now because they've lived down there for so long. So there's, that's fine. I, I, I had no problem. You know, being on Clemson's side or, you know, I, 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 never, I was never against Clemson. Like, even when I found that we're playing Clemson number okay. two, you know, uh, uh, for, the, for the bowl games when they announced that. It's like, okay, fine. I don't hate Clemson. I certainly hope we beat them. But I don't hate them. Well, yeah. You know, but, man, this last four days, really three days, yeah, has soured me. And maybe not so much soured me on Clemson as a whole, but it has certainly soured me. On one Mr. Dabo Sweeney. And Dabo, man, I thought you had a redneck name with Jimbo. Boy, at least you're not Dabo. <laughs> hey, Dabo. Hey, Dabo, what you do, Dabo? Hey, what you do, Dabo? Oh, you sound like the guy from, uh, he, he sounds like the coach from Waterboy. He does! I don't know, Dabo. He's a good one at the nipples, Dabo. We have to do another game. Oh, God. Oh, you know. Well, let me ask you, though. All right. Do you... Do you hate Clemson because of Dabo, or do you just flat out hate Dave, uh, Dabo, and you're just including Clemson with him? I hate Saban. I don't. I don't think I hate Clemson as a whole. I don't think I okay. hate. I don't think I hate the Clemson Tigers. Uh, but the last couple days have have put Dabo into into Saban territory for me. Okay. As far yeah, as I mean, I, I'd be the same way. Pure disdain for a particular human being. I, D- Dabo Sweeney, just with his ignorance, and and his 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 assumption of that everybody else is like ignorant as he is, or more ignorant, and thinking they're dumber they're they're dumber than he is that he could just say this stuff, yeah. and think no one's gonna look it up and like look up the actual facts about stuff. The fact that he comes out like this, and it, listen, this is not the, listen, they could be playing Georgia in this game. They could be playing Oklahoma. They could be playing anybody else. And my feelings on this would be the same. This is insane. Yeah. This isn't the fact that he's playing Notre Dame that's got me all hopped up. The fact that he's saying is, if he, dis- if he dis- disrespected uh, uh, Oklahoma's head coach like this, if he disrespected Georgia's head coach like this, that's something to get angry about. The fact that yeah. he's saying, "Well, this drug," I wish, I wish they'd use common sense on the drug committee there because this is obviously the, no. They're using common sense on the drug committee. The A test tested hot, so they said, "Okay, let's go to B test." B test tested hot. 
common sense says he was hot for the substance. Guess what? You get suspended. That's common sense. What's not common sense is saying that this is something that you can find in everything. If this was could be found in literally anything, guess what? Everybody would be getting tested hot for 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 Osterine. Exactly. You know who's getting tested hot for Osterine? These guys, Dexter Lawrence and them, John Bone Jones, who we know loves his steroids. <laughs> like right that right there, to me is a big indictment of it too. Hey, yeah, John Bone Jones, he got caught with it. Well, to me, that's all you need to know. Yeah. This is an illicit substance that has been known to everybody to be an illicit substance, not allowable by any governing athletic agency, by any drug testing agency. This stuff is not allowed at all. I, I, would, I would venture to say WWE doesn't allow it, and they allow everything. <laughs> I mean, the way I look at it is like anything that's on the black market, one, it sh shouldn't be healthy for your body. Period, and you automatically should be done with that sport if you're if you know it's it's uh, a banned substance. Man, just wait until he goes. Wait, wait until Dexter Lawrence goes into the NFL, man. Oh, They're gonna test his ass every day, every game. He's getting a piss cup, and he'll He's go to social that, media uh, and he'll bitch about it. But you know what? You, you dug your you, you dug it yourself. He's going to make that uh, Dallas Cowboy player, uh, was it Randy Gregory, who hasn't played in three years because he kept getting popped for uh, steroids or, or, or marijuana or whatever. He's going to be up there with him. So bad. Okay. So with all that said and done, now we're looking at the game itself. Notre Dame versus Clemson, 4 p.m. from Arlington, <laughs> Texas. Jerry World, AT&T Stadium. It is the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic. Jimbo, prediction and score. All right, well, obviously, I I think I made my prediction yesterday on the show, but I'm still sticking with it. I think this suspension is going to be very helpful for Notre Dame. I still think if we keep it close, we'll win it in the end. I'm going to go with Notre Dame. 21-17. That's not bad. That's not bad. Um, first of all, an Ian book we trust. Exactly. I'm going to put that out there. Um, again, Clemson's secondary is something we can attack. Their front four was, was, I think, pretty solid. Now, with Dexter out, I think it helps a little bit, but probably not much. But I still think that uh, Notre Dame can get a run with our Dexter. I think our Dexter can get to the line and get us some yardage. And I think Ian Book, if he plays as well as he has, yeah, I think Notre Dame can put up some points. Um, then I think it's up to the Notre Dame defense. And I'm going to be honest with you, I think the Notre Dame defense is better than any defense that Clemson has seen this year. I will put that up okay. there right now. Uh, and, and you know, some people wanted to say, well, you know, look at Notre Dame. You know, they struggled here and struggled there. Yeah, but we also took the number 11 offense and shut them out. 
Exactly. The number 11 offense in the entire nation, we shut them out. Who was averaging at the time 40-plus points. 40-plus points a game. And who also played in the ACC, which was all the other defenses that Clemson was playing. Yeah. I understand why people want to put Clemson up there. They have an NFL defense. They really do. I'll give them that credit. I don't think you can argue that. Their defense is quite amazing. And part of me really was thinking about picking Clemson for this game as much as I want Notre Dame to win. I'm going to be rooting for Notre Dame to win. I was thinking, trying to think common sense. I was trying to think common sense, as Dabo would say. Common sense, you got to use common sense. <laughs> and I was really considering Clemson for this game. But between that, and like I said, just some, or just some of the things I, I, I said there about ACC defenses and how Notre Dame... Notre Dame's had time to prepare. Now, granted, uh, Clemson has had time to prepare for Notre Dame as well. So, I mean, that's not, you know, again, it's not a one-way street. But yeah. Notre Dame has, has had time to prepare. Uh, time to get healthy, again, for everybody else. Uh, you know, for Clemson, it's the same thing, too. Um, I'm, you know, this is one of those arguments of head versus heart. But I think I think we might be in concert on this one. And I don't want to jinx it either, but I'm gonna take the leap of faith. I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. I think this game ends with the university. Uh, well, they're not the university; they're Clemson University, the Clemson University Tigers, with a score of 27 points, and the University of Notre Dame Fighting Irish with 35. I see Notre Dame moving on to the national championship game. In my eyes, to face the Oklahoma Sooners. In your eyes, to face the Alabama Crimson Tide in hopefully a revenge match for 2012. Yep. But I think Notre Dame wins. Uh, man, uh, I hope that comes true. I honestly don't care if we win by one point. A win is a win. Yeah. Um, and I just want to do it too because I just hate Dabo Sweeney's stupid face. <laughs> After all this he said and done, and I just can't wait to hear him make an excuse out of it. And I think part of the reason that he did all this was to later use it as an excuse just in case they do lose. They could say, yeah. well, you know, the committee didn't use common science, and they were just now they're just after us because, you know, <laughs> they didn't let us use our best player. Uh, just because he had some drugs in his system, which, honestly, you can get that by breathing the air. If you think about <laughs> it, you know, you breathe the air, you're going to test positive for this octarine stuff. So it's just it's just not common sense, and it was just clearly that they were out to get us. They didn't want us playing Alabama again, and so this is what they did. I, I guarantee you it's going to be some kind of stupid mess <laughs> like that. How so, funny would it be, though, like, I know it won't happen because coaches always have to shake hands in the the center field. Or, or you want to see you want to see Brian Brian Kelly do like a golf swing? Exactly. I want to see that do. too. <laughs> that would be so awesome. I want to see that too. Just uh, just kind of put his hand out, and as Dabo puts his hand out, pull it back and just do a golf and just swing. Do a and golf just swing. Walk off. And just be like, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Three hundred yards down the right down the fairway. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. 
I'm I'm excited. So really, the only thing left to do now is to wait, which is the hardest part. Waiting is the yeah. hardest part until the games start. Uh, again, the first one is the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic from AT&T Stadium, 4 p.m. Notre Dame versus Clemson, and then the nightcap, 8 p.m. The Capital One Orange Bowl, uh, the Oklahoma Sooners versus the Alabama Crimson Tide. Uh, Jimbo, again, has Alabama and Notre Dame. I have Oklahoma in a stunning upset. Uh, and Notre Dame coming out of Saturday. This has been fun. Jimbo, where can they find you and this show on the social media? Well, you guys can find me on Twitter at Jimbo ST Sports, And you could also find the show at ST Sports Podcast. How about you, King? Uh, they can find me over at King of Skunk Duck. That is King, K-A-N-G, of Skunk Duck, S-K-U-N-K-D-U-C-K. Skunk like the animal, duck like the animal. King uh, King of Skunk Duck. Uh, and listen, you can also buy shirts of mine. I have college football playoff shirts. I have a bunch of other shirts. I have wrestling shirts. I have funny shirts. I have New Jersey shirts because New Jersey's awesome and Pennsylvania sucks. Right, Jimbo? Um I can't argue. All <laughs> of that is available <laughs> over at uh, skunkduck.studio slash store. That is at skunkduck.studio slash store. You can find all that merchandise there for you. Uh, thank you for joining us here for this college football playoff special. I certainly hope you didn't mind my ranting about Dabo. I certainly hope that you're as upset at Dabo as I am. But I want to thank you for joining us for our good friend Jimbo. My name is King. And that was a Stay Tuned Sports college football playoff special. See ya!